0: The Selfish Path to Romance. Download chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com.
1: And now let's go to the phones and speak with someone who has wants to get over some public embarrassment. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and welcome to the show.
0: Hello, how are you and thank you for taking this phone call. Oh,
1: you're welcome. You were uh, embarrassed as a young uh, at a young had... age?
0: Yes, I was barely 16.
1: And what happened?
0: Um I was a troubled teen, to say the least, and I admired a radio shock jock, and I left him a few messages on his voicemail, expressing my admiration, and a few, um, a dream I had about him, which was provocative, and he called me to be on his show, never asked me for ID, you know, and what teenager doesn't want to be on a TV show, Right, right.
1: right.
0: Um slammed my body completely, you know, made fun of me, tried to make it a dating show for somebody that was severely disabled, you know, and just humiliated me on, on his TV show, on his radio show. Obviously, I didn't go around bragging about it because he was going to get bragged about being made fun of.
1: Yeah, And yeah.
0: nobody's ever taken me seriously. And I told a few lovers, A couple of them took me seriously, but we had our own problems and I contacted lawyers about the situation, about a minor being on an explicit, I appeared in person too, a sexually explicit talk show and nobody, everybody refused to take the case due to the statute of limitations.
1: Okay, so it sounds like you're still in an enormous amount of pain and what, what would be a solution for you? What would you like to see happen?
0: Some type of justice. My therapist said that rich people get away with stuff.
1: Okay, Um, you're talking about a particular individual who, the one good thing is you and I are not married to him, (laughs) meaning you are now away from him, but psychologically it's a wound that keeps opening for you. And so the question is, how can you close the wound given that too much time has passed? Is that how many years have gone by?
0: I'm 32 now, but I've been in therapy for the last two years consistently, and this came up, and my therapist, I feel like she's not even taking it seriously, like it's some type of joke, you know?
1: Okay, so that's that's the key that you're looking for. You're wanting someone who hears you, who hears the pain, who hears the trauma, who hears the story. There are, there are situations that I've had in my life where I've been in pain and where when I didn't have people... Listening to me, maybe they were too busy, or maybe they didn't see the seriousness of it. When I felt dismissed, that was a secondary pain that that uh, amplified the initial pain. And you're but it's
0: wa- not fair to my friends and family to constantly to have to deal with this. You know, right? I so called a you- hundred lawyers. You know, one told me I needed a miracle. Right. One firm was. Kindly, you know, fairly compassionate. I found the archive online. Just there needs to be justice. I don't care if you're a multimillionaire. You can't be a multimillionaire. Well, you know what? Even and if he
1: were a, a, a cheap shock jock who wasn't. Um, Let's just say that he was a Joe Schmo on the, a local radio station. He had no money. He would no be money. at this point. Okay, but let's... He would
0: be arrested. You can't have minors on his... Okay, so show.
1: here's what I'm hearing, is that this is somebody who is in the news. This is somebody that people... You don't have to give... Don't give his name here. But you, this this is somebody who... Um, we might recognize that... So there are are two situations. One is that he's getting away with it. He continues to get away with it. And what I was saying is the person in my life is continuing to get away with it. And I had to make a decision. Do I wrap my entire life around it and make that the, the wallpaper in my children's life and my husband's life? Or do I say sometimes this is what happens and it doesn't matter you know i think the the fact that he's wealthy or not wealthy may play into it a little bit but it's the fact of the justice that's hurting you the most i mean even if he were yeah. and so i think that you want some method and there are methods to do this i no longer i rarely think about this individual today i may because you and i are talking the person that got away with it But I rarely think about it. And when I do think about it, I have come to a different conclusion, is they're not going to mess up my life. I am not going to let one person mess up my life that way. I want my life back. And if I spend my entire... I know,
0: it's just not fair, though. I mean...
1: You're you're exactly right.
0: ...and start a sexually explicit show and have minors on them. It's just not right. It's not right. I know I'm not the only one.
1: And both you and I wish that you had um, known to do that earlier before the statute of limitations. I I don't know. And in this, you know, there are a lot of... um, Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead.
0: Um,
1: There are things that after the fact we wish we had done differently and you don't want to beat yourself up for that because it is what it is you weren't ready to talk about or didn't know how it had affected you until you went into therapy and now what I would recommend is a therapist who can help you reach um, some way so that you can have some lovely wallpaper in your home. That your mind. Here's another way of of looking at it. Your mind. One uh, one psychologist said our minds are, uh, they're velcro, velcro sticky, right? Velcro for the negative, and they're Teflon for the good things in our life. The good. What happens with Teflon? Um, things
0: kind of. Um, reflect off of it. Yeah, it just
1: rolls off. So the good things we don't say are important, and the bad things we wrap our minds around and we we replay it and replay it. So we're building pathways in our brain. Actually, you know, we're rehearsing it. It's becoming like a habit. And you want to have methods to shift away from that. To say, my every day of my life. These are irreplaceable moments. You and I talking right now are irreplaceable moments in our life. And you want to have a a way to make... The, you, your mind decide at some point that it's velcro yeah, for I, the good.
0: I don't want to be a victim. I, I want. This is
1: somebody said being of uh, not being a victim is realizing what you can change, realizing what you can't, and getting on with your life in the best way possible. Well,
0: what happens is what made me so special that he didn't ask me for ID. How many other y- You people and I, I be will
1: never know. Show? How many
0: other girls went up there with no idea?
1: You know, you and I will never know. And maybe one of the other girls, the, the situation that I was in, other people took the person that I was upset with to court, and it still didn't go anywhere. And I'm living with that, and that's okay. Uh, meaning it's not okay justice-wise, but I know that the main justice is that person has to go to bed with themselves every night. They have to live with their character. I don't have to live with it. And I have a much better soul than them, much better character. And you want to know that about yourself, and you want to treasure the people who are right in your home, your family, your kids. and make yeah,
0: well, I have a young son now, and I think that's the reason yeah. why a lot of this is up is because I'm very overprotective of my son.
1: Okay, that is what you want to focus on in therapy. Listen, we are at the end of time. I wish you the best with this. thank you
0: for taking the time to talk to me. Okay,
1: I wish you the best with it, and I hope that you can get the Velcro for the good, taking in the good, with your son. Okay. Uh, Thank you.
0: And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. Oh, she eats him alive and he takes it. Things pretty rough for you at home? What a zoo. I mean, if if he had guts to knock Mom cold once, then maybe she'd be happy and then she'd stop picking on him. Because they make mush out of him. You know, just mush. Now, I'll tell you one thing. I don't ever want to be like him. How can a guy grow up in a circus like that? Beats me, Jim.
1: They do and what keeps people together what keeps partners together when it's an abusive relationship what keeps people from reaching out and learning some better communication skills and of course you don't want the opposite if you've got someone abusing you the alternative is not to punch them out the alternative is to speak up assertively you need to get police protection in some cases you need to get psychological protection for yourself you don't want to buy into all of the false names that they're calling you 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 want to own your own life. And how do you do that? That's one of the many topics that we talk about on our show, the rational basis of happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad.
0: Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the Serious Romance Guidebook, by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner.
1: Romantic love is not mysterious. Its causes can be understood by looking inward at one's own thoughts and feelings. Researchers claim that love is basically a matter of brain activity, with your free will and choices reduced to pushes and pulls from neurochemicals and brain systems. Your personal values and your mind, the part of you that perceives, reasons, and feels, are left out of the picture. Why would anyone believe that love is basically brain activity, or that love is solely a matter of heart, of unanalyzable emotions? The reason is that emotions often do feel mysterious. They happen so fast. They are actually very quick, automatic reactions involving your subconscious personal knowledge, values, and standards.
0: You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy the book at Amazon.com. Tom.